At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, if you haven't heard about WebmasterRadio.fm's mobile app for iPhone and Android, you got to listen up. This is amazing. You can now get not just CEO Coach, but every Webmaster Radio show on your mobile device. Go to iTunes to download or the Android app stores. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on our new mobile app. Hope to see you there. Roman Headquarters. From the Tropic of Technology, a service at New Gen Broadcasting. Downloading CEO Coach only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Please welcome your CEO Coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musig. Welcome to CEO Coach. Almost the end of the year now, just getting into December of 2013. It's been an exciting year for uh, startups. There are an awful lot that are getting funded, and there are millions and millions more not getting funded. But today, we're going to talk about the components and uses of a good executive summary. It's one of the critical pieces of getting funded. It's also really good when attracting uh, talent, early stage talent. It's good when uh, you have to formulate your ideas just for your internal purposes. It's good for press. You use executive summaries for an awful lot of reasons. So we're going to talk today on CEO Coach about what a good executive summary includes, what are its components, what kind of good layouts you can use, and so on. Let's get started. We follow the pattern of a good pitch deck. A good executive summary is part of that three-piece bit, right? It's about your branding, it's about the executive summary, and it's about a pitch deck. Now, if you have a business plan as well, it could be a full-fledged piece of that, but in truth, very, very few people will read the full-fledged pitch deck, uh, excuse me, uh, business plan. You will read it, and perhaps your uh, senior staff will read it, and it will be an exercise for you to get your head around what you're about to do. The executive summary is pieces of that business plan and it's going to be explaining to others what you plan to do so we follow the pattern of a good pitch deck right a logo a summary the problem the solution competitive landscape competitive advantage traction research marketing plan launch strategy ip if you've got it 
some projections, and then contacts. Right? That's generally the piece. We're going to go through these, so no need to take notes. Now, first thing, don't get fancy. Do what VCs expect. Give them the comfort and ease of reading. Make sure that it's super easy to read. The font is at least nine or ten points, preferably ten points. Uh, you have a reasonable headings. You know, you bold them or you put them in a slightly different color or both. Uh, color is okay. Uh, don't get crazy about it. Uh, be soft, if you will, on the eyes again. So not bright red here and bright orange there, bright whatever. It gets a little bit much. This is not about winning awards for design layouts and so on. It's about ease and elegance of reading. When it's pleasing to the eye to pick up and easy to read, it makes a huge difference. You want this to get consumed. So stay focused. Do what they expect. And again, ease of reading means the lines and the widths are not too much, if you will. I like taking a page, dividing it into five columns. I use the right two columns, two-fifths of the page, for what I would call the summary. Now, it is an executive summary, but this is the summary of the summary. This is where you put all your stats, and we'll talk about what goes into that right side column. And on the left side are kind of the words, a little bit of a headline, and then a paragraph of words, a little headline, another paragraph, bullets when I can use them. Certainly putting in the financials, that could take up the entire width of the page, but it's maybe on the back side of the page or below such a, a, a text box. Right? Use Microsoft Word or something similar. Be easy about it. You don't need basic, you know, crazy graphic designs to do this. Right? Just use text boxes. It's plenty good enough. Right? Once you have the page divided into nominally three-fifths and two-fifths, or maybe even a little less, but not too skinny on the right side, here's how we'll pull it together. Let's start with what goes on the left side. I like to start by putting the logo of the company up there. Reasonably good-sized it depends on the amount of space you have available. If you haven't got a whole lot to say or you can get it into very few words, your logo can be bigger. If not, it gets smaller. It's that easy. Then you do a summary of what it is that you're about to do. All right? A summary is a short paragraph. It can be a couple of sentences. The first sentence is really kind of that seven-second stuff. It really is the intense uh, information packed into the smallest amount of words you possibly can. Here's a good example. I'm working with a company called Brett Approved, and their summary sentence that opens their executive uh, summary is, Brett Approved is the world's first algo-driven, scalable, review, rating, and booking website devoted to serving the needs of travelers with disabilities and their friends and families. Right? It goes on to say, Brett Approved is creating the go-to place for people with disabilities to find suitable venues, share experiences, and book travel with confidence. Whether it's a restaurant across town or a tour on the far side of the globe, we are the Expedia and Yelp for disabled travelers. Targeted advertising, products, events, and services enhance the offerings. So it really is a full paragraph. It tells you a number of things. It tells you what they do, kind of their advantage, right? It's algorithm and scalable. It tells a VC right away that there's some IP there and that it is, or the owners at least expect it's a scalable product. Now they can dig in to see whether or not they agree. It tells you who it serves, which target market. 
It tells you kind of a, a feel. It gives you a good sense to wrap your head around it, right? This bit about a restaurant across town or a tour on the far side of the globe. It relates it to other things that already exist. And this is a really critical piece. If there is somebody in your space that you can compare yourself to, and if there's somebody outside your space that you can compare yourself to and define it for your own industry, that's really cool. So in this case, they said, we are the Expedia and Yelp for disabled travelers. What they're saying is there exist some really major players out there, and we're taking a niche market, and we are significantly enhancing this niche market's ability to do and engage in these activities. So... We are the Expedia and Yelp of it. It doesn't mean that they are direct competitors to our Expedia and Yelp, and they would not be. But it does tell you you can book over here, and you can get reviews over here. Kind of cool. It makes it easy to understand. And then finally, it fleshes out the end of that um, explanation with what other things will drive revenue. Targeted advertising, products, events, and services enhance the offerings. Everybody got that they're a booking engine because we said that up front, and then we explained it again with the Expedia reference, and now we have to say, oh, and what else is involved? So all of these revenue streams make the company interesting. That's your summary. It shouldn't be more than, I don't know, 50, 60 words. Get it real tight. The next piece is about the problem. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to talk about the components of an excellent executive summary. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 12th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ad. Email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2014. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 12th Annual IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. 
We listen. We care. We serve our customers and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com slash radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com slash radio. WebmasterRadio.fm presents PRSA Diversity Today. PRSA members leading the PRSA Diversity Initiative. Look at the many roles diversity plays in the public relations profession. PRSA Diversity Today. On demand anytime inside the PRSA channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Opponents' uses of a really good executive summary. So, having divided the page into two thirds, excuse me, three fifths and two fifths, we're talking about what goes on the left hand side of the page. We went into depth about the summary. The next pieces are the problem, and you've got to state the problem really, really quickly. Most people spend way too much time on the problem on both their executive summary, their business plan, and, excuse me, on all three, excuse me, the executive summary, the business plan, and, of course, on the pitch deck. When you're giving a pitch, it becomes really, really critical. You spend too much time on the problem, you'll never get through your solution, your unique selling proposition, why you're just brilliant, and why everybody should put money into your uh, company, right? Don't spend a lot of time on the problem. Practice it until you can get it down to one to two minutes. So the problem is listed on this executive summary that I'm using as the example here is people with disabilities travel regularly and often find themselves in hotel rooms, restaurants, and entertainment venues that don't meet their needs. Boy, that was clear and simple. And there's only two other sentences to this one. They have unique information requirements around terrain, architecture, facilities, menus, and services in order to travel locally or globally with confidence. Existing travel sites do not provide such information. Clean, short, sweet. It takes about one minute to say it or read it. That's the critical piece. Move directly onto the solution. Even the solution can be fairly tight. It can be just a couple of sentences because you're going to talk about it in depth as you move through the page. In this case, the solution reads, Bredaproof provides accessibility-focused reviews, photo and standardized ratings to give reliable information on what to expect when traveling. Trip journals, which is trademarked, by the way, uh, provides user-generated tips on accessing specific places and venues, increasing the value of the site. What happened there was three different pieces of what's going to be provided, not just within the website, but as part of the core business of the company, have been listed as part of the solution. You want to stay focused on what that solution looks like. What are you actually delivering in terms of product and or service that makes your solution the best one out there? Okay. Influenced by our users, the proprietary Brett score will become a global standard for disabled travelers and represents the cornerstone of the company's patent portfolio. So the second sentence of the solution covers IP. It gets the conversation of IP into the upper half of this page so the VCs will read it earlier. It also indicates the goal of the company, that this Brett score will become a global standard. It gives people the idea, already I'm thinking like AAA five stars and so on. 
again, it hooks that into my brain and makes sure I understand what's going on. Be extremely clear in your solution so that, once again, whoever's reading it understands clearly what you're about to deliver and why it is so important. The third piece is competitive landscape. Excuse me. The fourth piece is competitive landscape. The travel, dining, and leisure activity review, rating, and booking sector is filled with stage one competitors who replicate offline purchasing processes online. That doesn't necessarily dismiss your entire competitive landscape, but you want to put it into perspective. And this sentence puts the competitive landscape into perspective by indicating that there is a stage one and a stage two, and it sets the stage, if you will, for explaining why this new company would be part of the stage two solution. We certainly understand on the web this concept of web 1.0, one to the many. We would put brochures online and so on. And then stage two or web 2.0 in which people were able to engage back and forth. Web 3.0, we had community going and so on. After a while, the faint becomes a little old. But we do use those terms and we use them frequently in business. So it's important for you to set the stage in your own explanation of where your competitive landscape lies and where you lie inside it, right? This one goes on to explain these include media and velocity and many others, and to date only a few individual bloggers provide reviews and tips. And then it goes on to explain these things. This is where you can get a little bit deeper. Move on to your competitive advantage, Right. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk about the competitive advantage and the components that exist on the right side columns of a very good executive summary. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded, attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link-building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. 
best search strategies. Where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs. Best search strategies on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. executive summary. So now we're just about rounding out page one here. The end of the first page of this executive summary in the example is about competitive advantage. In this case, the CEO is in a wheelchair and has personal experience here. In addition, he has uh, journalism experience, he's got PR experience, and so on. All of these things are put together uh, so that you can understand uh, exactly where the competitive advantage of the individuals who are running the company are as well as the company itself. So in this case, it says, Brad Heisen lives life in a wheelchair. As the face of the company, he brings credibility and experience to the table. While traditional online travel sites are powerful and well-funded, in other words, he's acknowledging the space he sits in again. You don't want to feel like a fool here, right? Your competitive advantage better acknowledge what you're competing against, right? They are not positioned to address our target market, and that would be a true statement. Kind of figure out where you are in exactly the same space. Acknowledge your competitive landscape and tell them why you will succeed where others might fail or why you will succeed over what we've already described in the previous paragraph as a stage one or stage two and you're the next stage of whatever you are in your industry. And this paragraph goes on. Now, on the right side of the first page, I use that space to just give the facts, ma'am. Right? If you had a facts with facts only, this is what it looks like. The very top says company profile. The industry, it's the disabled travel and big data market. There are two components in here. Why is it big data? Well, we get into that in the paragraphs that sit on the left and on the back side of the page. But let the guys know who are reading this exactly what industry this is in right away. So if they're interested in big data, fine, they'll go into it. If they're interested in something else, they go into biotech. If they're interested in you know, health sciences, they'll go into health sciences. Whatever sector you're in, put that right up top. Then one sentence pitch. This really is your seven seconds, right? But it's even less. In this case, the one sentence pitch is Expedia plus Yelp for disabled travelers. Kind of gets it right in there. We know the niche market. We know what we relate them to. We're done. Figure yours out. Try to make it down to four seconds. The third part in the right-hand column is seed capital. Tell them how much you've raised to date or how much you've put in to date. That's kind of an important deal. Our skin is in the game. In this case, there was half a million on 2.5, pre-money valuation, and so on and so forth. What are they raising? A Series A funding. They're seeking $2 million by second quarter of that year or the whatever and so on and so forth. And it tells why. What are they looking for those funds to do? In this case, the platform will be built. This is a, a you know the beta's up. Going to be building something else. They're launching such and such marketing. Be very clear about what your use of funds will be, and get it into very few words. Bullets would be great. 
just a few words in paragraph form. I'm just fine to tell them what you've raised, what you're raising today, and preferably when you want to get it done. All right. Market size. Here's a great place to put those stats in rather than making whole paragraphs of information on either the left side of the first page or on the back side of this page. In this case, it's about $50 billion in global disabled travel and entertainment market, uh, you know, 4 million permanently disabled, or 54 million permanently disabled people in the U.S. alone, on and on and on. So we talk about all of those things in terms of money, in terms of number of people, in terms of people in your local sector, which in this case is the U.S., or the global sector, so numbers exist around that. In this case, they also make note of 72 million U.S. baby boomers that account for 80% of leisure travel, says they spend an awful lot of money of that billions of dollars we know that already go to Expedia, etc. Right? So eight, uh, 72 million baby boomers, the amount of travel they account for, and a little tidbit Again, that kind of fills in the imagination for people who are reading it. This one says more than 50% of over, uh, people over age 65 have already experienced a mobility challenge. That's an interesting little tidbit. It's not something you might not know. Come up with something like that from your industry that just gives them a taste of what's going on. They're saying, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. All those baby boomers are going to be, if you will, less mobile. They might not need wheelchairs, but they might be losing sight or hearing. They might have allergy problems. They may have a uh, need for a cane, or they may just have a, you know, a knee that goes out, our parts knee placing as we age. And these people have loads of money, having inherited from the golden agers, and they are doing most of the travel. They don't expect to stop. So that becomes interesting, and then it gets the ideas flowing on the, uh, from the reader. The revenue model. Tell them how you're about to make money. This is, again, on the right-hand side, right underneath the spot where you put the market size. Revenue model. Booking commissions, display ads and listings and sponsorships, VIP memberships, marketplace travel product, brand licensing. These guys go into it very clearly, succinctly, put a few bullets down. How are you going to make money? Are there multiple revenue streams? That would be a really good idea. I know we've talked about it on the left this is the recap, the short, short version. If you have to get skimmed, what would you want your reader to know? If a VC is only going to skim your executive summary, which is itself a skim of your business plan, what goes into the right-hand column? Keep that in mind with everything you enter there. The next piece is the team. In this case, they list CEO and uh, the creative director, a chief developer, uh, the legal uh, backup, the guys who are doing legal for this company and the CPA. It says you've got a little bit of stuff behind you. You're not winging this entirely. You've already set up those relationships. That's a good thing, even if you're going after seed capital, angel rounds, and so on. By the time you get to VC, they'd really like to know who's behind you. Make sure you list them. Board members and advisors, if you don't have huge amounts of clout on your team itself, right? if you aren't uh, bringing to the table senior executives of hugely successful companies who already, you know, right? now's a really good time for you to mention people who have decided to back you. They could be investors, they could be people who have a bit of stock because they're investing their time and mentorship, but certainly they're advising the company. 
tell them who it is, and go and scout those advisors. We've talked about that a lot here at CEO Coach. Go find advisors from the industry you're in, from companies that have already been successful, who do believe that you are the next big thing in that sector. If you can convince them, you can convince VCs, you can convince people who want to work with you. That's an important issue. Finally, there's contact information. Bottom line, first page, contact info. Don't forget to put it again on the back side of the page if you have a two-page deal. If you move on, add things like, on the second page, traction and research about conducting surveys and whatever it else it is or how many customers you've already acquired. If you're post-revenue, put that stuff in there. Your marketing plan. How are you going to be the dominant brand in your space, and how are you going to launch? Those do really do well in two different sectors. In this particular marketing plan, oh, page, we've put the marketing plan there and right underneath the launch strategy. So you can explain how you're going to launch, where, and how you expect to grow. Finally, we discuss IP and move on to the projections by market acquisition. How are your projections constructed? A nice little caveat would be to say either by market acquisition or by financial growth, just sheer numbers. Again, follow that at the bottom of the page with your contact info, and you're good to go. This is Jillian Yusik at CEO Coach. We'll be back next week with another edition. You can download these shows through iTunes or through webmasterradio.fm. And, of course, listen to us on our mobile app. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.